everybody. Welcome back to our podcast. It's Truth and Levity with Candace and Jordan. Yay. Uh, Candace, how are you doing? I'm much better. I'm very happy to be here. Hence my uh, voice. I have the COVIDs. Candace has the COVID. Yes, she's a trooper and still still carrying the truth and levity torch with this podcast. We're actually going to do a, um, uh, a podcast in October all about Candace's experience yes. and really, I think, the mental, emotional side of it, particularly, because uh, I think a lot of people know about the or at yeah. least talk about the physical part. But oh there's a gosh. whole and the political emotion. stuff and everything. But like when you go through it, you go through it. Yeah. So, um, so we're going to, we're going to talk about that. And, um, Candace, I, I love you. And, and I'm glad you're, you're, I don't know if I can say on the mend, but I know I, when yeah. I talked to you a couple of days ago, Oh, I, I thought I was going to yeah. die. I really thought I was going to die. It was scary. Uh, few hours actually that really I had that doom feeling like this is how I go. And, um, maybe I'm the one death for my sister's new life to be like, it was that, and maybe that I hadn't slept for two days either. I'm sure those kind of thoughts come in your head, but I mean, I'm grateful and thankful to be alive and I'm no longer feeling sorry for myself on my cursed birthday because my whole family had it and I was by myself in a, but we'll talk about that in another time. Cursed birthday. Aren't you so excited to listen to that October COVID <laughs> podcast? Like that's uh, going to be a hit. <laughs> Let's talk about my misery. Normally, uh, Normally we we would just explore that now, but because yeah. it's uh, Suicide Prevention Month, we want to uh, continue with our, our intention for the month of talking openly and honestly about suicide. And and to that end, today we have a guest. I'm so uh, excited! Which we're gonna my welcome. favorite people. Yeah, we're gonna welcome um, we're gonna welcome Tara Decapity to our podcast. Tara is um, a mental health advocate, and meditation teacher for the Ed Lally Foundation. She's also a former school counselor, uh, an amazing blogger, and just a great human being uh, who is logging into our Zoom right as now we as speak. we speak. Uh, hopefully she can hear us and we say, welcome, Tara. <laughs> Yay, there she is. welcome. Yay, Back. hi, thank you so for good. having me. I'm so excited you're here. Thank you for being here. It's so good to see your sweet face. For the people listening, I can see Tara and you can't. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I I'll put a picture listen. up. I love being able to see you both because I usually listen to you when I'm in the car. So oh. this is extra exciting. Oh, well, yeah. that's going to be exciting for you. Now you're going to be able to listen to yourself. I know you're oh, going to love that. I don't know if that's feel, exciting. Or oh not. my gosh. Torture. I, have a, I have a feeling you and I are kind of in the same in that realm. Yeah. <laughs> we just kind of will pick ourselves apart like crazy, but you always have the sweetest, most beautiful voice. So. People are going to be like, thank God for Tara. And when when they have to listen to me, this one. (laughs) Well, I don't know if I can make people laugh the way you can. So I don't know about that. I don't have any funny funny bones in my body. I'm so happy you're here. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. Yay. Um, uh, Tara, we, the intro was so smooth. You didn't get to hear it, but like we're we're navigating all this through Zoom and the timing was just perfect. We set the bar high. I mean, so let's just maintain that perfection this entire totally. podcast. I mean, obviously, that's what we're all about, right? Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. That's, I mean, I mean, you look at me, you see perfection. <laughs> I, can't, I can't even say that with a straight face. We aim. We all aim. Yeah. We can yes. all aim. Yes. yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. yes. So, uh, so Tara is here, thankfully, to, to help us um, you know, further the conversation around uh, mental health awareness, and in particular this month, suicide and suicide prevention. 
Um, so Tara, I was wondering if you would just start off maybe by just sharing a little bit about your experience and, and perhaps you want to use that, that recent blog entry as a, as a, a talking point, Tara um, has a, as an awesome blog. It's oh going to be weekly. Uh, we're, we're, we're encouraging Tara to do it weekly, but it's been moving existence. in that direction. Yeah. Let me tell you what though, when Tara writes a blog, when you read it, you are transported, not only transported to her story, but the relatable feeling that you get and you just kind of feel like almost um what's the word i'm looking for jordan in your big words i'm sure you can think I mean, of it I don't have validated almost validated uh-huh. that that like i'm not alone and that yeah. i've had the same thoughts and and yeah. how brave and beautiful it was that you were able to share that and give other people peace so thank, thank you, you for that I, I really encourage everyone to go and read um the blogs you can find it on um the ed lally foundation uh, yeah Soon Facebook enough. And, Soon enough. and website <laughs> yeah. and everything. It's out there in cyberspace somewhere. Yeah. Hi, send on purpose. Message <laughs> us and we'll send it to you. It's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, no. Um, so Jordan's joke is that like I my intention is to write more regularly, but because of you know, a lot of the self, the negative thoughts that kind of arise and come into the into the headspace, um, yeah, I do find myself anxious to to write, but Overall, I found writing to be incredibly therapeutic. Um, and like you said, Candace, it gives your, it kind of gives you the opportunity to put into words what's been going on in, in your headspace. And one thing that happened as I was preparing to write this last entry was um, I started to kind of take a step back and pull back the lens and say, you know what, what can I offer about suicide awareness in particular and not just about mental health in general because a lot of times when I talk about depression I might you know phrase it in a way that makes it this entity where it's like a bully and I'm you know working with it or I'm learning to have a better relationship with it but suicide for excuse me suicide ideation for me is a symptom that comes with depression. So like if you get a cold, one of your symptoms might be a sore throat or another person's symptom might be, you might even get a cold sore. It's kind of, that's how your body manifests its virus. And so for me, when I'm experiencing a depressive episode, whether it's lasting for 24 hours or 24 weeks, um, I always come up against some degree of suicide ideation. And so when I wrote this blog, I started to think, wow, I just had my 46th birthday, which happy birthday. Yay. Okay. Well, way a while ago, but and I and I went back and thought, oh my gosh, like when I first my very first experience um with very seriously thinking about or you know entertaining the idea, the fantasy that kind of surrounds this idea of you know, if everyone else is better off without me. And if I end my life, um, people will actually notice me, you know, however distorted that, that is what your mind tells you. And so over 30 years, um, it sort of hit me really hard, like, holy crap, like, that's a long time. And someone might hear that even myself might hear it and go, wow, like, that seems a little, you know, I don't know, like hard to believe or hard to understand, like why, you know, right. So it's more about then taking a look at how has my relationship 
with that symptom in particular evolved. And, you know, however you can, whatever lens you wear, wherever you come from, um, obviously it depends on what your life circumstances are, whether you're in college, whether you're in your early 20s, 30s, 40s, whatever it might be, but ultimately it's the same pain and the same story. Um, and so, um, you know, I, that is true. Yeah. And so it was in preparing to write this, it was more about um, trying to really find a healthy perspective on and recognizing that I have evolved and that it is possible to evolve and it is possible to have a healthy relationship with this, for lack of a better word, suicide ideation, where I can you know, recognize and, and separate myself from it and recognize that I am not my thoughts, which is, you know, right. a big part of, of oh, mindfulness. Yeah. And um, 100%. Um, yeah, and looking at it almost with curiosity now instead of um, shame and, you know, self-sabotage and self-hatred. Um, Do you feel like when you're in that space, as I know I do too, that um, telling people that you are in that space is very hard because you don't want them, one, to think differently of you, right. two, make think that you're just just a needy person that just Absolutely. wants attention. It's like this whole litany of things. So you end yeah. up being by yourself in your thoughts for a really Absolutely. long time. And when you're right. alone with your thoughts that are telling you that you're worthless, that you're not worth anything, that you're you know, a terrible person that you're just depressed and that you can't, and you constantly hear that you start to believe that awful little voice in your head. When if you did reach out to somebody, they would tell you you're out of your mind being acting like that, you know, like for real, like this is what's great about you. And this is what we, I can help you through and I can hold your hand through it. So with, with that, I mean, I feel like you, you with your blog and you talking about it too, like encouraging people to reach out to say you're not alone and here hold my hand and that's the right. hardest thing I think when you're in that space don't you feel like that absolutely feeds you, it feeds you the negativity and you know not everybody has a little Jordan that they can text every other day like talk me out of this hole but um, yeah but yeah yeah but that's yeah beauty right in like you know it's your voice that's telling you all these things. well I think it, then, it comes back to like the word attention that you were that you yeah. were bringing up like um and it makes me a lot of times when I'm reflecting on it, it's what is your intention when you're sharing, you know? Oh yeah. um, Because when you're a teenager, um, when you're 16 and you're having these thoughts, you're not only having those thoughts, but you're also, you know, developmentally not even aware that Mm -hmm. cognitively of where luckily I can say that I am now. And so, um, you know, the irrational thoughts that go along with depression compounded by just, you know, the over-dramatization that your brain does naturally as a teenager. Yeah. Um, but I think in some way, when you say those things, when you're a teenager, you are seeking attention and, and it's okay. Yeah. Like you want um, the attention, like you need right. it to, to help you through so you can grow, you know, past it, maybe. Right. And that's why this campaign, like whatever, whoever just, dis- all these different mental health organizations that have these campaigns, it's okay to talk about suicide. It's, 
it's okay because mm-hmm. by saying it to someone, by saying, are you thinking about hurting yourself or are you having feelings of wanting to die? You're not planting any idea in someone's head that they aren't already no. completely saturating or, you know, that's already not marinating in their, in their mind. Um, in fact, what you're doing, like you said, is you're validating right. um, that pain. Yes. Yes. I'd like we, to. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'd, I'd like to, you know, we, we use terms like suicidal ideation. And I think that that goes over a lot of people's heads, um, but it's actually really common. Um, mm-hmm. Some people will, will, will feel ashamed of, of those thoughts as they move through. And, and so they'll repress them and suppress them for years and decades. And then that thought then gains all this emotional momentum. And it actually becomes this, um, this, this negative force in their lives. But but really a thought, you know, a passing thought like you sort of referenced, or for me, I can recall being in, in, in uh, uh, the early years of, of the band and, and being in a really depressive place when we were fiction 20 down and thinking, man, if, if I just, if I just died, then I would be tragic and people would listen. It would, it would sort of get me right. attention. Like mm-hmm. it's not exclusive to, um, I don't know. I, I want to make a distinction between the fact that, that, like yes teenagers are very dramatic but a 26 27 28 year old jordan was also very quote unquote dramatic and you can be 40 and and it's all about the the belief of the hype in your head if you believe it then it's real but if it's just a passing thought then it's disempowered and i think blogs like yours and the work we do through the foundation to express it starts to disempower those thoughts because we realize oh it's it's common like a lot of people have these passing thoughts now for some it's debilitating and it's, it becomes a, a major depressive episode. And, and for some people it, it, it is, you know, cost them their lives. But um, I, so I, anyway, my, it was a long way around to this, but I would love to hear if you guys would be willing to share what um, perhaps what suicidal ideation looked like in your headspace at a certain time in your life, wherever it was like, for, like for me, I used to give voice to what it was like when I was in the, depressive in the early days of the band, it was all about, I'm going to be like, you know, Jim Morrison or Bradley Noel. If I, if I die, then people will actually pay attention. They'll actually care about the music. How about you guys? Yes. Um, I have had varying degrees. Um, before I started practicing any sort of mindfulness or even being honest in therapy, um, my ideation would absolutely be um, that everyone and I mean, everyone is definitely better without me. Like I am mm-hmm. such a burden um, to everyone, whether it was my own family, my husband, even my own kids, um, that, that my, you know, my energy, whatever it was, was um, just, you know, not, not bringing any benefit to the, to the world. Um, and then as I've moved and had developed a little bit of a healthier relationship. Um, It's definitely also includes um, that it would be so much easier if I could just end it. Like it would just, you know, I feel like the pain would just end. And, And then everyone else will be fine like they'll be they'll 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 move on and they'll be fine and um and so the passing thought that is huge 
because um, it's like a tsunami when it comes, right? When that thought comes. And so if you're not working and healing and moving in that direction, that tsunami will literally become who you are. And you are that tsunami. Like you said, if I die, I, I want to die as opposed to recognizing, okay, this is a thought. I don't really want to die. My life mm-hmm. really does have value. You know, I and might that, be struggling right now. And that level of awareness that you're referring to, I mean, from my experience, had nothing to do with my age, only had to do with right. my practice of mindfulness and meditation and learning through practice right. to observe my thoughts. And so I would practice to observe random passing thoughts. What am I going to have for lunch? You know, what work do I have to do? What am I stressed about? Those kind of thoughts. And then as I was able to bring that awareness, then when those, you know, I'd find myself in a depressive space and then those really painful, uncomfortable uh, thoughts would come up. Then I'm sort of, not that they wouldn't, uh, not that they wouldn't pull me under their spell for a short amount of time, but there was an awareness and a growing awareness there that you could see it, a thought. And that's why I really believe that meditation, mindfulness are are powerful suicide prevention methods, not a quick fix, but a proactive approach to suicide prevention. And I think your experience and what you're sharing, Tara, from from the changing uh, experience of those thoughts from when you were younger to now, uh, years of practice of mindfulness later is is just evidence of that. yeah. Candice, did you have any? Yes. Um, well, yeah. I, have a, I have a couple. I have one for when I was in my teens. And this is going to be such a hard, truthful story to tell you. Um, but Jordan was a part of it. Um, I had gotten in a big fight with my, with my mom and dad. Um, and they would be some, you know, very big teenage parent, you know, fights. And, um, and it just had gotten so bad that I wanted to jump out my two-story window. And I'd opened the window and hung out like, Gosh, but Jordan pulled me right back in. And it was like that moment. I was like, I don't don't want to die. I didn't want to die. I just wanted my mom to stop and see me and not fight anymore. You know, I didn't, I wanted the fighting to stop. I didn't want to stop. So it was like running away. And then as I got older, okay. I can't believe that made me cry. It was just such a stupid little story. No, that's a powerful um, share there. Candice, thank you for that. I mean, I've never said that out loud, except to you. But um, when I was older, like recently, um, in her podcast 10, I was in a depression, like a deep depression, and I talked about it. But um, I never would ever admit that I had suicidal ideation to anybody until I read your blog, honestly. And I remember laying there just thinking, if I were to go to sleep right now and not wake up, everybody's life would be easier. You know, I wouldn't physically take my own life. I mean, living through my dad's pain and and story, like I see what it did to everybody. But if I would just go to sleep and not wake up, it would have just been my time, you know? And that, from that moment, I think that was like my rock bottom right there. I was like, what is wrong? You know, you need to get out of this hole that you're in because you were in a hole. And, and it gets darker. I always picture depression as putting on one pair of sunglasses and another and another to where you can't see that light anymore. And I wasn't seeing the light anymore. And so um, you're just tired. You just get tired when you're in that in that phase. So, oh my gosh, I can't believe I cried over teenage story. No, that's sorry. Just the same as Tara was doing. Like you, you, yeah. you just gave voice to a changing experience. You know, yeah. you're a teenager 
uh, you're you're totally buying the hype in your head space. Mm -hmm. You're lost in the emotion, and it compels you actually to act. And then cut to to like what, you know what it is too. Yeah, yeah, but then cut to just a couple months ago, and those same thoughts are there. And it doesn't mean they're that 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 right. weight isn't as as heavy, and that darkness isn't as dark. But you you know that there's light on the other side. You know that right. this too shall pass, and so it doesn't compel you to act because your awareness around right. those thoughts and those emotions continues to grow. Yeah. yeah. And I, I want to just um, illuminate one, the thing that you brought up, Jordan, was um, it, it, it doesn't matter the age. Um, when I first mentioned like teenage years, and I was referencing that because when I was writing, I had to stop and go back and think about the first time I had experienced. And so I was trying to put myself, you know, in the mindset of a 16 year old compared to the mindset, you know, of someone in their forties. And you're right. It doesn't, it, that's the thing about mental illness. It doesn't um, discriminate. It isn't, no. it, it, and, and, and for the three of us, I think I can say um, that we've struggled with this for chronically, you know, for a long time, whereas sometimes it might be triggered by um, an event or, um, a change in brain chemistry or, you know, a breakup or a death or things like that. And that might also evolve into suicide ideation. Um, and the pain is still, you know, whether you've never experienced right. it before or whether you've been experiencing it since you were 10, which, you know, is also a common story. That, yeah. that comes up quite often in, in the, um, the bereavement, suicide bereavement uh, support group that I run where, where people, um, perhaps newer members or you know, they're really struggling because um, for this particular group, it's mostly women that are part of the group and they've lost their husbands or their fathers. And the men, very often, there's no sign. There's no depression. There's no, but, but my belief, my understanding, my experience is that it is there. It's just underlying. And we have, and sometimes, like you said, Tara, it takes uh, you know, you lose a job or there's some, some, some sort of loss, you know, in the family or something like that is upended. And then all of a sudden someone is compelled right. to, to suicide. Um, but, you know, I, I think that there's this underlying uh, mental health condition that if you, if, if folks were, and hopefully we can encourage and inspire folks to take a more proactive approach to their mental health, that the likelihood of those sort of, uh, I don't want to soften it, but surprise uh, experiences of, of uh, you know, sort of immediate depressive episodes or, or suicide, uh, the likelihood of that stuff is is going to decrease, or uh, at the very least, the ability to to meet those experiences and to navigate those experiences would would increase. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, would you would you uh, speak to the uh, um, the ant metaphor that you used in the last <laughs> blog? I think it's helpful for people to to see this stuff oh, yes. through, you know, sort of a visual. I language. always see visual. I do. <laughs> well, after, I, I after that. that, yeah. No, and, and that's how I think also with a, with a, a sensitive, uncomfortable topic, um, you know, Matt was like, wow, did you do some research on ants? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, maybe I just know a lot about ants. <laughs> it's actually, the funny part is where I do my writing on the desk, where I do my writing, <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of ants that will crawl on the keyboard. And so it was like this, it kept coming up to me. Um, yeah. So I was saying that sometimes when there's a single piece of 
food, like a little crumb left out, like in the middle of the family room or the, and there's literally nothing else around. Somehow these ants will find this one little tiny piece of crumb, right? And you're like, well, how did these ants find this one little teeny tiny crumb? And it just always frustrated me. And so I use that to kind of um, provide a little bit of, you know, I don't know, background on this idea that when you are in this depressive state and you're having these thoughts, um, they will find, they will attack you. Like they will, you know, you're vulnerable, you're, you're susceptible to that, to being attacked by these thoughts, these, um, you know, the lies really, that is what they are. And so, you know, um, in order, and there's several, several ways I think I wrote about it, but one of them is just, you know, finding the source and, you know, going back and like these, like these ants will carry this chemical all the way back to their home. And so that's how all the ants find it. You know, it's kind of like with us, it takes carving out those new pathways, you know, in the brain. It's like, you have to do it over. You have to take your time and be patient and, um, you know, carve the pathways, greet new ones and go back so that when you have that source, that source will... <laughs> <laughs> your dogs Where's are like dogs? preach what preach girl <laughs> tell it <laughs> oh, talk about being distracted oh she sees something exciting probably a squirrel um <laughs> that's usually me <laughs> right it's like the squirrel brain it's a good analogy that's how our brain yeah so i i i'm sorry if i got off here for a moment but, well oh, no, it's um, fun. If people weren't able to follow you, then that would we'll just encourage them to go read the blog yes. and to, to thoroughly understand the connection between um, uh, ants and suicide, which seems yeah. like quite a far <laughs> stretch, but but it makes perfect sense. And it really uh, it really helps, to, I think, to, for people to, to, to get a sense, you know, sometimes right. for all things, but especially uncomfortable topics like this, yeah. be, as many different ways as you can talk about it, and introduce right. it, uh, I think is, is certainly helpful. Ideal, yes. Right. Yeah, it is. And um, the one other thing I wanted to add that has also helped is, you know, this idea that um, we're kind of approaching things like how these thoughts that come up, you know, like as a, with curiosity. And um, for me, the practice of, of self-compassion has been tr transformative. And it's, it's like everybody kind of finds their way of taking meditation and taking mindfulness and really, you know, finding a way into their own heart. Um, and so, you know, Candice, I know we've talked about this a lot. It's just all, like Jordan said, even though it might not sound like it, it really has to do with suicide, but it absolutely is a preventative measure for me right. to practice placing my hand on my heart and just acknowledging the suffering that is happening without comparing it to someone else, without saying, how dare I feel suicidal because I have this loving husband. I have four healthy kids. I'm so ashamed that I feel this way. How could I ever think that? And how could I ever, you know, but just being compassionate with yourself and with the suffering that is happening um, and recognizing that is, has also been um, for me, part of my own healing journey and again not denying that it's happening just sitting with it and offering love and compassion and that's and when you need come. to give yourself the biggest hug and that's mm -hmm. hard to do but that's like the best time to show that self-compassion that's mm -hmm. beautiful beautiful love, love the hate yeah. with him 
oh my gosh, how many times yeah. Jordan's told me that, Lord. Love <laughs> you know, he says that, that's, just, that's how he ends the, um, I'll send him these texts to be like, oh, I'm going through this. And I'm just, and I list like all these things I hate about myself because that's so easy, right? It and then he'll easy. just say, just love the hate within. I'll let you to agree with me for a second. And then I want to be mad at you for agreeing with me <laughs> instead of myself. But yeah, that's true. It's um, love the hate within because that's part of you and that's how you're going to heal. You got to validate it, even having those, thoughts that you like right. I was I'm ashamed I was ashamed I'm ashamed now even saying it believe it or not like it's still like I'm like oh my gosh Tim's gonna listen to this and think that he needs to get, get me in somewhere but it's not that it's these thoughts that you can't stop you're not acting on them but yeah. they just enter your brain because yeah. your brain is in that dark hole and yeah. um so if you do have those thoughts you know definitely acknowledge it and if you feel like they get to be a little more real then reach out you know, hit up the hotlines, hit us up, you know, it's, you're not alone. You're not alone. You can, you, you, you bring up a good point that I know Tara and I have discussed, which is this idea that, that, um, you know, by you expressing yourself on this podcast or by Tara expressing herself in the blogs, there's people, those that are close to us, those that are not so close to right. us that, that read or hear that and right. they misunderstand it. Right. Oh yeah. Um, and Tara also touched on this too, with the intention behind your speaking now or, or behind Tara's writing, the intention is to say, I'm writing this from a place of awareness and, and health and wellness. I'm not writing this as a cry for help. And sometimes um, it, it's misunderstood. And so we have to have some, some very honest and careful conversations to explain to people. And really yeah. it's, it's part of, of the growth and the healing. If you take ownership of it so much so that you're willing to talk about it. Right. In, in and not in a poor me way, not in a, I need right. attention, but in a way like exactly. I'm healthy and I'm working through this and I would like to put, put pen to paper. Um, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's intentionality is everything. And then also just the idea that, that expressing yourself is one thing, but then you might have to ex, ex, express yourself a little bit. again to some people in your life. Yeah, God, I'm good. I'm good. Like, right. like I was like, here's, right. I would want to bring this little thing up real quick. Um, when my dad died, I had this ongoing fear that when I got older, I'd get the same brain disease as my dad sure. and it would take me. And I would talk to Jordan about it. And what he explained to me is that we are now armed with mm. the knowledge of what we went through, mm -hmm. of ways to battle that, ways to heal your brain and not just you know in like an exercise way, like scientifically proven meditation will heal your brain and kind of wash away those dark, areas in your brain jordan can explain it better than i can with more eloquency but um oh i used to join word <laughs> eloquency oh i feel fancy but yeah it'll, i mean there's things you can do now to prevent future stuff so even all, alzheimer's like any of those brain disorders you can start now by helping your brain by meditating by breathing by giving it the oxygen that it needs every day i mean i know when i have anxiety I'm not breathing, you know, like how many times in your life are you stressed? You're not breathing, you know, you aren't. So you're not giving your brain that medicine it needs to function through the day. So things like that, like you're armed with it. So there's ways to heal now before it even gets to that point. So yeah. that's just my- Thank you. I love right that. There. Yeah. Mm -hmm. hey, Amen. Tara, did you have any- Tara, <laughs> did you have any- um? 
Uh, anything in particular that's on your heart to share or speak to that we haven't, because we're about to shift into the levity mode. Oh, yeah. here, so right. you I yourself. know this is like the natural transition. <laughs> yeah. um, no, I just, I want to just, again, say that this podcast and <laughs> the dog obviously has a lot to say. <laughs> it's like, you, for, you forgot to say this. Podcast. <laughs> um, what's, yeah. what's your dog's name? McKenna. McKenna. Hi, McKenna. McKenna. Yeah, she, she wants to be heard. She wants to be seen, like all of us, right? That's what we all want to be seen and heard. You, you have to give um, us a picture of her so we can post it. <laughs> yeah, that, the kids will love that. They will love that. Yes. Um, no, I think that um, I think that it's really been very powerful to be able to be honest um, and open because. Really, it didn't, I didn't, I wasn't until a few years ago when, um, you know, I started for the very first time when I first started sharing. And the first time I wrote a blog was November, 2017. And I wrote it and it was 11.30 PM and I hit send and then I went to bed and I thought I was gonna vomit and throw oh. up and just, I would never be able to survive it. And so slowly but surely um, allowing, that honesty and then partnering with the foundation and then, you know, practice what you preach um, yeah. and making it a part of my life. I think that's a big piece that I want to share. It isn't just something that I kind of try to do here and there. And I don't, you know, like it is, it is on my to-do list, but it's not something that I ever, um, you know, move out of the way for anything else. And I think that um, because I still, like I wrote in the blog, I mean, I still have depressive episodes. It's not that I'm cured of depression because um, that's what I used to wish. That's what I used to beg, you know, beg God for just take this away, just take it away. And the difference now with learning and being part of the foundation is that it's, you know, it's developing a health, healthy strategies and a healthy relationship. And also being able to model that for my kids because they've seen me my worst and so you know right. that's important that they see that I'm working I love what you said before Jordan like we're all just you know moving we're speaking from a place of not perfection not that we figured it all out not that we're cured but that we are um, working on wellness and we're working on healthy ways to maintain mental wellness <laughs> amen love the hate within Something that uh, uh, just one little thing I want to wrap up here before we move to levity is that Tara talks about a lot of and Brene Brown talks about it a lot, but, but with Tara being on here, something that I would like to encourage folks is to express themselves um, with that intentionality in mind, you know, with the intention that the expression is, is a, uh, you know, a step in the direction of, of catharsis and healing and connection with others. But that sometimes when you do that, when you write that first blog like Tara did in 2017 or when I gave my first talk or speech or whatever, the next day or hours after or moments after, you can have what uh, Tara refers to a lot. I think for maybe Brene Brown coined as a yeah, vulner I stole it from vulnerable. Her. Yeah. Okay, vulnerability hangover. You're going to do that yeah. and then all these thoughts and shame and stuff might come flooding forth. Like, what are people going to think? What are they going to say? Yeah. Oh my gosh, are they going to disown me? Are they going to mock me? All those kind of things. So as you step into this more truthful space, 
that's part of the journey as well. And, and, um, and, and Tara can attest to that those vulnerability hangovers, uh, yeah. uh, sort of the opposite of real hangovers. They get better <laughs> yeah. with time, whereas the yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all, every yeah. podcast I put up, right. every single yeah. one, I'm like, oh no, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I feel you. I mean, it does get better, but it's still there. Oh my god. I love that it gets better with a it gets better with time where regular hangovers get worse. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes, totally. Totally. I I was just telling Jordan and DJ recently that the wicked raw feelings of vulnerability hangovers have definitely gotten less and less and less and they dissipate over time. The more like you said the more you own your truth and the more you can align um you know your intention with right the healing journey all of that so yeah I, I love talking about that because it's real it's so, it's real. so real yeah so real <laughs> I didn't even realize I had that every single time yeah oh and, <laughs> you said yeah. That. and you have to it. yeah I mean every time every time because I, I just act like an idiot or I say like I cried about my story earlier like I'm gonna definitely have a hangover for that one <laughs> but yeah well, offer yourself compassion right yes. just yeah. It's kind of like, uh, you know, when you, when you exercise, right. Sometimes you're sore the next day, but it's a good, yeah. it's a, it's, it's a, a good score, hurt. It's for growth. Right. Yeah. Mm, I love All that right. analogy. Yeah. It's so good. All right. <laughs> I think Candace. No, I, I can't sing. <laughs> I can't sing right I can, now. I've I been watching dance, videos. I can't sing. <laughs> I've been watching videos of myself. Like when we did over the pandemic, we did like videos for, um, the Lally family in Maryland, um, Tim and I would put our band together and just the two of us, hey. and we would do songs. So I've been like watching videos of that going, oh, my voice used to sing. <laughs> <laughs> now I sound like a frog. Way back in the pandemic. Yes, yes. Way back then. I looked Way better. <laughs> it's like, it's like, like before COVID and after COVID. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, oh my Definitely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Tara, I think Candace has prepared some really intense questions oh, yes. for you. So you know how we do the five things. Yeah. Right. So we could do that. Yeah, I know that. Or or we could do rapid fire questions. So I have to randomly oh, no. think of questions and you just give me the first thought that comes to your head. Oh, no. So I'll, I'll start it easy first. Like I'll do an or thing like. Um, oh, right. When Thanks you sneeze, that. when you sneeze Kleenex or, or toilet paper. Toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> see Close like that like that so i'll just Love ask it. you questions and you just come up okay. boom quick okay um watermelon or strawberries watermelon if you got in the car right now where would you go pick up my kids yes <laughs> um, sorry ocean or mountainside ocean chair or sofa sofa <laughs> i gotta lay down um tim or tim hey tim you're not here hey jordan you have any <laughs> No, I Rapid don't. Fire, I, like, what else can we ask? What else I have can a good we ask? Five. You're so sweet. I love that. I it's love fun. these things. I use these in what, my classes too. I think they're great. What color pumpkin would you be if you could be a pumpkin? Oh, um, <laughs> glitter gold. I love it. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> See oh, my glitter. I love it. Perfect. Gold. See, that's perfect. I, I was gold. thinking like orange, white, or like green. <laughs> you ever see where like, people do the whole mm, thing in glitter? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's gloriously I'm, not afraid, fabulous. I'm not afraid of glitter i'm not afraid of glitter no i love glitter i don't care what, what's good that's why i'm still a preschool teacher exactly exactly where are you guys getting your pumpkins i just know orange no, i don't pumpkins. have them i see them on Pinterest. can make them so if you're them. gonna be one be whatever pumpkin you want to be okay a pumpkin okay 
<laughs> yeah, that's a great question. I, like I love it. it. I like love it. That. It's so fun. So fun. Um, eight by ten or five by seven? Five by seven. I like that too. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's, I mean, I have to. It's whatever. Whatever questions come to your head. What's your favorite song? Yeah. Right now. Oh, um, shed a tear, tears, tears. <laughs> my kids are gonna kill me. It's the one that comes on the radio. They always know when it's my favorite song. Oh, fun. Like, play it over and over and then when it comes on kids bop i'm like see it made it to kids bop oh i love that um, <laughs> i forget what it's called i'm so sorry it has tears in the title <laughs> oh i'm gonna have to look it up now okay. we'll put it in like a message like look up uh, your favorite song y'all <laughs> what do you got jor uh, I got a five things for you, Tara. Oh, good. Okay. Poor Tara. Five. Oh, you're uh, in the hot seat. Hot seat. <laughs> five. You 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 listen, right? So you played five things. You I don't have to explain it uh -huh. to you. Yep, okay. I played. I mean, I've listened to it and played yeah. it. All right. So five things that you are afraid will be seen in the background of your Zoom screen. Oh wow. Okay. Um, dirty socks. One. Um, empty cups. Um, paper, three. <laughs> um, hand cream, four, four. and ants. <laughs> I love it. Oh, you're good at Those this. things are all right here. <laughs> Every single time I post anything uh, from our household, Megan has a mild panic attack worrying what's, <gasps> yeah. it, oh what's in the background. What's, yeah. is it a messy closet? Oh my gosh, what? You shared that. What, let me look at it. And then she like looks, and I'm like looking at me or the girls or whatever. And she's looking right. behind me. Oh, I do that. Furthest corner of the picture to the closet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Chase, Chase puts up TikToks and his room is just a wreck. And I'm like, hi, mom, fail. <laughs> I don't even go in better, there. Though. If I <sighs> see someone else's messy kitchen, I'm like, oh, I love you even more. I mean, he like rips his sheet <sighs> right, off the bed. Right. Because he's right. playing. Yeah. Oh my That's exactly what I try to encourage Megan. I'm like, if we show our mess, it's going to make other people <laughs> feel better about their messes. But she's not buying that. Yeah, no. she's not buying what I'm selling. No. Yeah, yeah. They need to see my fantasy land. I think that's uh, that's a, a appropriate metaphor for all this self-expression, the blogging and these conversations. If we're willing to own and show our mess, then other people can feel a little bit more. Oh my gosh, so true, theirs. so true. And it's hard to show your mess. You know, it's not it like is. we're going, yay, I love my, I love showing yeah. all this yeah. stuff, you know, but um, yeah. So do I get to do, do I get to ask you guys five things? Sure. Or just sure. Yeah. Um, okay. Mm, I'll start with Candace. What are five things that you step on that might hurt your feet? <laughs> Pins. What? Dogs. What? Two. Stones. Stones? Three. Gravy. <laughs> Four. Alligators. Five. These are five. They all would hurt. Stones? What are stones? Stones. Yeah. Stones. Oh, co stones. That's, that's COVID for stones. I thought you said domes. I should have said rocks. 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 Right, right, right. right. And I would have said like Legos or something. And gravy because yeah. you can slip and fall. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And alligators. Alligators. So here's this crazy story. So I had this nightmare the other night that I was taking the dogs out to go to the bathroom and an alligator walked up our front lawn. We live in Florida. Could happen, right? 
And like, I, it was like this panic feeling. I woke up in a sweat thinking this alligator got my little tiny dog. Well, two days later, there was a message in our like neighborhood group that there was one walking down the street, one street over a three foot oh. alligator. And they were saying, watch out, it's a baby alligator. That means mama alligators nearby. <laughs> Watch your, wow. tell your kids to watch out when they go out play. I'm like, oh my gosh, they could have. I bet that alligator was really on my lawn. Wow. It was, Waiting it was. for my puppies. But it, that, I mean, yeah. best mm. story ever. I know it, but still. <laughs> you well, can step on an alligator and hurt your foot. Well, now I know point. why that, no, it must still be in your headspace. It is, it won't leave you it. referenced it. I'm going to have it left oh, my house because COVID. So I haven't gone out to explore. Right. And I'm like one of those that need to know what's going on. Like my dad yeah. was. So I, you know, somebody said one time there's an alligator in our little um, retention pond back here. So the four of us got out and we went and saw it, you know, it didn't come near us or anything because it's more afraid yeah. of you than, but still. Okay. It's well, exciting. I, I want to see it, but yeah. Alligators yeah. I'm surprised you haven't Florida. seen one yet. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have, um, so I didn't think of it. Let me think. Um, okay. Jordan, um, I'm thinking of, tell me five things that are sticky. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love this one for Jordan. <laughs> Jordan Old. used to, yeah, I'll tell you after. I used to what? Oh God. I'll tell you, you after. <laughs> um, old juice. One. Ooh. Yeah. Popsicles. Two. Ah, cheese. Three. <laughs> Syrup. Four. Yes. And... Gosh! Five. These are five. These are five things. That that looked painful. <laughs> it was. It is painful for him, but he saw glue on my thing. That's what made me think of. Oh, nice. <laughs> Jordan used to like be. A, I don't know if you're still like this because you get messy no. with your girls, but very like. Um, I guess it would be OCD, right? He did not like to get his hands dirty ever. He would take a knife and fork and cut buffalo wings. Mm-hmm. And then I put. Whoa. One hundred percent. Wow. Did you put gloves on or just did you? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah. Wow, no, I did not yeah. know that. That's a fun yeah. fact. I did not know that. It and is, I would it. take my kids jumping in mud puddles. <laughs> I <laughs> I was the dirt ball and he was like the clean, clean. I was probably the reason why he was so clean. He right. was like, oh my gosh. You I have to like balance. That. That's okay. The family yeah. has to have balance. I get it. I always had something on my face, you know, something in my hair. <laughs> on my shirt. I was very clean, very, very tidy. Now he's a dirtball. Like, whew. Now that is, that is, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You know, in all sincerity, like that's something meditation mm-hmm. fixed, changed for me. It was like me seeking control externally because mm. I didn't have any, any sort of sense. And so I was, I was like, um, but the family would call me a metrosexual because I was like, take multiple showers and oh I would have gosh, moisturizer and hair product and eat my buffalo wings with a knife and fork and all this ridiculousness. And yeah, was- I'm happy to say I now eat my, well, I don't eat buffalo wings anymore because I don't, eat, <laughs> right. I don't eat meat, but I would. I would a vegan version, yeah, a vegan, a vegan version of buffalo wings. I think they have that. Um, I think they do too. I think they do. We'll uh, have to find some. I do yeah. believe Tara has to leave because oh. um, that that he game, is so much fun. That question about who you know where would she drive to, and she <laughs> yeah. said to pick right, up her kids was very kids. real. <laughs> right, um, I can't so, fake that one. Tara, would you join us in uh, our closing wise words? You you. Sure. Is this the one where you take turns to give mm-hmm. wise words or one, the other yeah. melt one thing? No, okay. not a mind melt. Just <laughs> okay, what? So you, we just naturally know when our words have culminated in, in just a, a pearl of wisdom and then we go, ah. Yes. 
Okay. I've, I love hearing that of your at your on your podcast. <laughs> You're like, thank God it's over. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, just, it's a very gentle, oh. kind way of ending. <laughs> it does feel like a good little end there. So mm. I love that. Okay. So who well, starts? Well, I would think it would be wonderful yeah, you would start you us, Candace, start. and then Candace, you go second if, okay. if you would. Okay. Um, gold is the sparkly favorite of the favorite of um, wisdom and truth i don't know truth. Ah. Ah. truth if you I end with truth you can never go wrong if you end with truth i got lost sparkly in- my <laughs> note it my note it i couldn't pumpkins. think because candace is on the screen across from me holding up props and pumpkins and trying to get me to say what she wants <laughs> I, was, I was like my note my note my note and you weren't doing it so i was like <laughs> my note it so, so, so to recap our words of wisdom were gold is, is the sparkly sparkly favorite favorite of wisdom oh. and truth gold <laughs> is the sparkly favorite of wisdom and truth ah. uh, yeah <laughs> i can't do that I have been told <laughs> that my voice is a little too high. <laughs> do you think the Candace and I are harmonizing when we do that? <laughs> you give us so much credit. You, you, you we totally are. Well. We're totally harmonizing. Totally. Just go with oh that. Just go with that. We are. We're just yeah. like so fancy and put together. <laughs> oh, All right. Okay. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. Um, it's been I a just, joy. I, I appreciate what you guys do on this podcast. I, I know I speak for anyone else. You brought a lot of laughter and wisdom to my to my head and heart space. So thank you. Wow. Thank well, you. Thank you, Terry. Uh, everybody, please check out Tara's blog. Please yes. check out. Um, and now I got to keep writing. Yes. And encourage Tara to keep writing, please. <laughs> check out all the work and the classes uh, yes. and the opportunities that Tara offers and fosters through the Ed Lally Foundation uh, and follow Tara on what's your Instagram Tara you know what your Instagram is that's a great question <laughs> and you can also T- um, I think it's T Decapity but that's a good yeah. question I can tell you T Decapity yeah Ooh. I think that's what it is and is. and uh yeah and be still and notice what do you what's the URL for that Tara D-E-Capity Tara? Yes. D- oh, Tara D- Decapity. D-E-Capity. Not just the D. <laughs> That's how it's spelled. That's how the D-E-Capity. Gotcha. Thank you for that. D-E-C-A-P-I-T-E. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't want it to be Tara D-Capity. You know, then it could be E. I mean, D-E. all the people are just going to be coming to follow me now. I better, hey. yes. I better be prepared. <laughs> Yes, don't yes, be yes. surprised also you can you can catch jordan and tara on one minute monday meditations or meditation mondays is it one minute or ten minutes take a minute tuesday, but, minute like tuesday. but what's monday something's monday oh mindful mental health mondays oh that's yes right. 
So I had some, I've seen Tara on there too on Mondays. Yeah. Check out Tara's um, midday, midday meditation. meditation. Uh, you can access that at edlallyfoundation.org. So you just register. It's totally free. It's offered every Monday. So it's a great opportunity for you to have a little 12 o'clock reset, little yeah. mindfulness, Thank always taught in yeah. an accessible yes. way. It's so great. It's so refreshing. Um, yeah. Tuesday, take a minute, Tuesdays. It's yes. And then we have minute. some other classes coming up too. If you guys visit yes. the website, you'll find them. We would yeah. love, 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 love to have anyone, anyone. Spread the word. Yeah. All right, Tara, we'll let you go. Pick up your kiddos. Okay. Thank Bye. you, guys. It's Bye-bye. been amazing. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, Candace. That was awesome. That was so good. I love her so much. She's so our, our second guest of all yes. time, Alexis yes. and then Tara. Um, fabulous guests. So any... Uh, any closing remarks you need to offer? Um, Anything you're inclined to say? I, um, I, Tara's uh, blog was really good. I was going to read this at the end, but then she had oh, to yeah. go. But she said, together we can break the stigma and melt away shame. Together we can talk about suicide, depression, and anxiety. Together we can heal with love and hope, Tara. And that was how she ended it. And I just thought it was so beautiful because you know, I had teared up through the whole thing. And it was like a little, almost like a prayer. So definitely check out her blog. Yeah, that's if you That's, can't find it, we'll get it to you. Yeah, it will be. Uh, we're we're making some updates to the foundation's website, so Tara's blog uh, in a few short weeks will be available uh, through our. We'll have a creations page on the website where we'll be able to access this podcast, Tara's blog, uh, some stuff from the Big Infinite, and some other um, creations in service of mental health awareness and suicide prevention. But yeah, Tara is awesome. She is a force to be reckoned with, certainly in the mental health space. And our foundation is fortunate to have her, and we're we're fortunate to have had so, her as a guest. So grateful. Yeah. So grateful. Um, make sure you check out Truth and Levity podcasts. Mm-hmm. You can find it on Anchor or wherever you're listening to now. It's also on Anchor, Spotify, um, Apple. Just wherever you're, wherever you're listening. Whatever you listen to now. Wherever you're. Wherever. Listen to all of them. <laughs> wherever wherever you're currently listening to truth and levity just multiple, keep listening multiple listenings and then and then and then we have an instagram that we're going to be putting up reels yes reels. we, have, we put one up so we're going to put little clips of our podcasts on there and um like the good good parts it doesn't mean you can skip the whole podcast together so whatever no it's not but, a um, cheat it's, sheet. it's not a cheat sheet it's just a quick little clip to kind of pull you right in because we want you to join our truth and levity family and i'm um, yeah. so like share yeah express yourself like all the good stuff at lally foundation dot what was it, org it is dot org baby um uh, yeah peeps homies friends family please share. um to share it and let uh let someone you know particularly in this month of suicide prevention let somebody know who might uh through this podcast or any of the other um offerings the foundation has who might be of service to them please please share yeah, we would appreciate we can it heal. amen all righty i guess we're good to go all right george right. so all right Ken. so uh sliding board or swing set sliding board Pool or beach? Beach, always. Yeah, always the beach. Um, Mickey Mouse or Minnie Mouse? I mean, Mickey because Disney. She's just she's All just right. hanging on. Goofy or Donald? Um, Goofy. 
goofy. How do you how do you have these questions that are just available? You, you asked you threw it to me. You threw it to me, head. and I was like, "Do you have any questions for Tara?" And I'm like, ah, ah, "What? <laughs> what? I, had I saw this pumpkin, so I did cheat on that one for the pumpkin one." Oh. But, um, but yeah, I was hitting myself in the head with it. Like, spark. She's a sparkly. We can like pull it all together. <laughs> and Candace, stripes or plaid? Plaid. Oh, I like stripes better. <laughs> oh, but, but you said plaid, so yes, I did. Forever. I did. See, you're, see you're what happens. See what happens. <laughs> Anyway. All right. Uh, we're going to be back, um, I think, uh, with a couple more episodes this month. And then we're going to yes. we'll circle back again to the to Candace's COVID situation in October. And Candace, I love you. I hope you're, hope you're hopefully I'll okay. be perfectly healthy then. But um, I am day four right now. Um, yesterday was not good. And then by um, mid afternoon, it was like I turned a corner. I had to get an antibody infusion. And um, I was talking to Miss Diane today, and she said there are places. Sherry found some places in Baltimore um, that that offer that. So I wanted to um, let Mom know if God forbid any of you got that, especially Mom. Um, it, it within 24 hours, almost exactly 24 hours, I turned a corner and felt human again. But I really thought this was it. Like it was just rough, you know. I was like, I sent Jordan a picture of what I look like. It, I'm not. I'm not that brave enough to share that piece oh <laughs> no oh, Lord Jesus. oh come on oh, my gosh. A great my, picture my nose my whole head was swollen like swollen my my left side and then my nose was like this giant bulbous swelling just from the congestion and just the pressure and I I it's never done that before it was the weirdest thing you know just mm. the all of that so I'm on a lot of medication and I'm feeling a lot better and a lot of vitamins I've been taking vitamins for like months, like, and you know, we, all of us have just because it's in Florida, it's such a big thing. And, um, yep. Well, we're, we got you in our thoughts and prayers Thank and you. positive healing intentions. And we love you, Ken. I thought I wasn't going to talk this much. So yeah. I heard everybody's ears, but I'm like, let me tell you the mm-hmm. sob stories. Woo. You, you sound good. I mean, in terms of, I mean, you yeah. sound good, but, but how your voice sounded yesterday, yeah. you sound much better. Yeah. All righty. Um, right, well, I love you. I love you too. Bye, listeners. We love Bye, you. Bye, everybody. Too. We love you. Bye. Thank you, Tara. Bye. Bye. So I won't